Hi, this is James Devine, and I am an educator who has come out of the trenches. Listen in as my friend and colleague Dana Goodyear shares stories and tips from other educators who have come out of the trenches. Welcome to the Out of the Trenches podcast. This is Dana Goodyear. Thanks for listening. My next guest is Vernon Wright. He is a speaker, author, consultant, and leader. He has over 18 years of experience in education, working in large urban school districts, and has previously served in roles of teacher, teacher leader, campus leadership team member, and district-level support. Vernon has shared his experiences as a speaker numerous times over the years at the campus, district, regional, state levels, and beyond, garnering acclaim and accolades from recognized industry leaders and colleagues. Vernon has brought his unique style and combination of insight, storytelling, experience, humor, authenticity, and epiphanies to audiences for years. Vernon has established presence on social media at the right leader across all platforms, and he unabashedly stands for a boy as a voice for the people with zero apologies, zeroapologiesone.com. You can connect with Vernon's previous speaking and podcast appearances at therightleader.com. He's committed to a life of inspiring and elevating others. Welcome to the podcast, Vernon. Well, welcome. And uh, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, first of all, before we even get into it today, and uh, just really just express gratitude. And uh, for me, I just want to go ahead and say thank you, not only to you as the host, but thank you to everyone out there, there that is uh, watching or listening to this. And um, really hope, desire, uh, that uh, your time uh, with us here, whether uh, this is uh, at the gym, whether it's at home, where you're cleaning, whether it's in the car, wherever it is, um, that it is worth your time. And so for me, one of the things I will share with folks here just super quick is uh, that I hold myself to is really just adding value with at least one thing. And so if you come into this space and uh, you leave with having had at least one thing of value added to your knowledge and your wisdom and your understanding, then uh, I feel that I have done my job. But hopefully, obviously, we uh, desire for you to leave with many things. But what a great honor to be here on your show uh, with you today. Of course, the name is Vernon Wright, speaker, author, consultant, leader at Sign, the right leader across all social media channels. Thank you. Well, tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to crawl Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I'll tell you that I've been so immensely, immensely um, blessed and so immensely grateful to have had all the opportunities that I've had. And, uh, of course, what a wonderful introduction you gave me there. Thank you so much. Uh, that was great. But really, you know, reflection is a key piece. And I just want to say this here right now for anyone who's watching or who's listening to this. Uh, and you maybe have been mulling over, you may have been thinking a lot about reflection. And so what I'm getting ready to share with you is an example of that and how critical and how essential that is. And so thinking over my life professionally and personally and the different things that, that I've done and been so immensely blessed to do, um, never forgetting where you've come from. And I just want to say this here real quick, we may have some folks listening to this that would say, well, you know, Vernon, I've, I've gone to all of these different levels. I've done all of these different things, but, um, you know, I've never really stopped to think about where did I come from? 
And so I want to go ahead and share, of course, obviously, and what a great opportunity this is. And I'm so humbled and honored to be on your show. I want to share with people um, about a time many years ago as a job changer and uh, get into this thing called education. And uh, for me, had no plans whatsoever uh, to go ahead and stay in education. And then I stayed in about a year or two. And I said, well, you know, maybe I'll just go ahead and kind of hang out, so to speak, hang out. Uh, until I reach uh, retirement age and uh, I'll just kind of go off into <laughs> something else, right? And uh, for folks that are listening right now, and this just applies so much here to the name of your show, Out of the Trenches, and again, what an honor to be here uh, with you and your audience. Um, there are people that are placed in our lives that God has in our lives that at any given point in time, they see more in us than we see in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so let me say that again. They see more in us than we see in ourselves. And so I just want to go ahead and, and thank all of those individuals that are out there. Uh, Laura Trowbridge, Dorothy Gomez. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But really that out of the trench part back then in those days was really me just seeing myself as you know, this person that just kind of came to work every day and just kind of did my thing. And I really didn't see myself in really any kind of elevated position. And then, of course, as doors and other things opened up in my life, I had had the opportunity and have had the opportunity to see so many different perspectives, so many different perspectives. And again, that's one of the things that I really appreciate about your show is that it really focuses on who came out of the trenches. And those people that uh, may be familiar with this very small, small town named Dallas, Texas, being a little facetious there with you. Uh, but at one point in time, uh, lived in an apartment complex that is one of the most crime-infested apartment complexes in the city of Dallas right now. And, and if we went Uh, to that apartment complex right now, you would just be like, oh my goodness, what in the world? But that's where I came from. And uh, I just want to go ahead and let you all know that, you know, as we start to take action in our lives with the belief that we have, doors open. And uh, I've been so privileged and honored to coach people over the years. And one of the questions that I asked them I have asked all of those different individuals is this, you know, if the door opened, would you be ready to go through it? Would you be ready to walk through that door if the door opened tomorrow? If it opened later tonight, would you be ready to walk through that door? And so coming out of those very, very humble and modest beginnings to where I am now, I give thanks to God. And I'm just so humbled um, again to be here on your show and to be able to share with your audience. Great, great. Well, I think just reflecting back on your past and how that really shapes you, right? And then how you're able to connect with others as an educator, right? And um, living, you know, um, through, you know, a poverty um, viewpoint really can help when you're working with students. And um, you talked about a little bit about going through a story of who I am, uh, when you were kind of reevaluating whether or not you wanted to stay in education or not. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that I share quite often with folks uh, now uh, in the different um, perspectives and the different spaces that I'm in, one of them 
uh, is with American College of Education, ACE.edu. Shout out to them. That's my graduate school alma mater. And then my undergraduate school alma mater is Texas Wesleyan University, TexWest.edu. Shout out to them. And I'm also grateful to serve on their alumni board as well. And so one of the things that that I have shared with a lot of different people in many spaces uh, is simply this for me, each day that I get up and each day that I go to bed, and this may be a great place for individuals to take notes if you are, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery or doing something else, please wait until uh, it is safe to do so. But simply it is this, I hold myself to the standard, have I added value to one person's life each day? Have I added value? And so for me, you know, I started to really think about what is education for me and mm-hmm. what opportunities do I have and what are my gifts and my talents and how does that mm-hmm. align with the role that I'm in? And this is a key critical point, folks, that I'm getting ready to share again, another great place to take notes. And so what I did is there was a change that happened in how I saw the situation, not see in terms of visual acuity, but seeing in terms of my mind's eye. And I started to see teaching as more than teaching. I started to see education as more than education. I started to see it as impact. I started to see it as improving the lives of individuals. I started to see it as improving the lives of generations to come. I started Mm -hmm. to see it as enlightenment. I started to see it as epiphanies. And so when I started to see it that way, and I started to look at and to think about how can I make an impact with what I have right now, which in those days, even back then, that was a platform for me. And those that may have followed me on Twitter or may be following me on Twitter, uh, you will know that I have at different conferences that I've spoken at, I've showed the screenshot where I had 15 followers. And uh, I made it to 100 followers, and I thought that was just the bee's knees, uh, as some folks would say that are a little more classic there, uh, the saying they're the bee's knees. And then um, I was so very honored and grateful to go from 100 to 500, 500 to 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, so forth and so on. But I want to go ahead and share this with you. And it's one of the things that I had to overcome, and it's really in its sense, in a sense, it's its own out of the trenches kind of mini story, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that is me understanding that, you know what? I might think that what I'm saying is just regular or everyday or normal. Yeah. But it's not just regular, everyday or normal. What I started finding out in talking to people in different spaces, both those that are local to me and those that are beyond me, even in the virtual sense as well. I started finding out that some of the very basic things that I thought were basic to everyone were not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I want to say this here real quick, which is a great point, again, for people that are taking notes. When you look at the things that are basic things, the things that are the fundamentals, and I was having a conversation with someone uh, earlier uh, today here recently, and I was sharing with them simply this. uh, I am a person that likes simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity, simplicity. And when you start working with people in different uh, arenas and different contexts, especially from a leadership perspective, if something is complex, that lessens the probability 
that everyone, not just one or two people here and there will be able to do it, but it lessens the probability that everyone will be able to do it. And if the probability of that is lessened that everyone will be able to do it, even less, much less, will be the probability that we'll be able to do that action consistently over time. And so if actions don't change, data doesn't change. Let me say that again. If actions don't change, data doesn't change. And so that too was really this out of the trenches kind of story and perspective. But going back to that, and it was really understanding and realizing that, you know what, Vernon, your voice has value. And uh, there are some people I'm sure that are watching this right now and they're thinking, well, you know, who would want to listen to what I have to say? Who would be interested in that? And I simply say this to them, your voice has value. And I shared this, my good friend, Tim Cavey, uh, Teachers on Fire podcast a few years ago, great guy, shout out to Tim Cavey there up in Canada. But I shared this on his podcast and what I simply said was this, when we transition and we move from being content consumers to content creators, that is not one of the most selfish things. It's one of the most selfless things we can do because we have put ourselves out there to elevate the lives of others. That's what we've done. But let's, as a mentor shared with me many years ago, a mentor outside of education, he said, well, let's go ahead and let's flip that around and let's look at it from the opposite perspective. And so the opposite perspective would be if I chose not to go ahead and put my voice out there, that would be one of the most selfish things to do. And so I want people to really think about that. How are they using their voice to elevate the lives of others? And I'll go ahead and share this one quote here real quick. I'm sure that we might have some fans of his that are out there. I, admittedly, I'm a huge fan of his, and that is the late, great Zig Ziglar. And the late, great Zig Ziglar said, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, you can have everything in life that you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to think about that. What are we doing every single day to elevate the lives of others with the talents and gifts God has given us. Left us with a lot to think about there. Yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit about your writing. I know that you've uh, done a blog post for Teach Better Team. Uh, you're also writing uh, with Nicole Biscotti, who I had on the show um, in, I think it was June of uh, 2020, so a while back. Uh, so tell me a little bit about what these articles are about. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to my publisher, uh, EduMatch, working on a solo project uh, with them. And by the time this drops, uh, that book may be out or at least headed uh, for proofing the mm-hmm. manuscript. But a shout out there to EduMatch Publishing. Uh, Sarah Thomas, Dr. Sarah Thomas, shout out to you. Thank you so much for believing in me. And she believed in me. Uh, almost back when I had 15 followers. Uh, so for folks that uh, uh, may not necessarily know that uh, as well, of course, had the opportunity to go ahead and be on several different podcasts, including this one. Thank you again so much for having me on there. And one of those podcasts was the Teach Better Team uh, daily drop-in uh, with them. And so I had a, an opportunity to be there on the show with Ray and then also to as well do a blog post 
post as a follow-up to that appearance. And then, of course, with my EduMatch uh, buddy, Nicole Biscotti, I've had an opportunity to go ahead and uh, co-author some articles uh, with her about mentorship and some other things as well. And then there are some articles that I have written that uh, one that's kind of neat for those that may be uh, fans of the late, great Rick and Becky DeFore, of course, the founders of Solution Tree, all things PLC, mm-hmm. is uh, I wrote an article about how the four essential PLC questions can be uh, applied to our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And so if someone may want to go ahead and read that or check into that, then uh it is out there for them to go ahead and access. And so let me go ahead and say this again here real quick, just to give a point of reference uh, for all of the things that we've talked about. Uh, if anyone's wanting to connect with that, just simply go to the rightleader.com. That's right with a W, mm-hmm. W-R-I-G-H-T, the rightleader.com. And you'll be able to see so many of those different things. And a quick shout out, of course, to Mr. Tom Murray. Everyone knows Tom. That is the first video that you see at the top of the rightleader.com. And so shout out to him. Yeah, and I've had uh, both Sarah Thomas and Tom Murray on the podcast in the past. So, you know, great fans of their work. And um, you've also done some virtual sessions with uh, the Global EdTech Academy, uh, Microsoft, EDU, and Q Inc. Uh, you said this was an international reach uh, that went on during the pandemic. So tell me a little bit about the audience and kind of what you spoke right. on there. Wow. I, I will tell you that, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, there are times in your life when uh, you know that it's a God move and God is mm-hmm. moving. And mm-hmm. simply that was nothing short of that. And so um, had this opportunity to be a part of a speaker cadre team um, that was really kind of doing what was a paradigm shift back in those early days of the pandemic. And that was offering a full array, a full array of professional development and even in some areas that were not quote unquote educational, but they had value in terms of being applied or applicable, being applicable in education. And so had the opportunity to be part of that. And what was really neat was, of course, I know we have many fans of Q that are out there that have been to fall Q and spring Q. Um, one of the things that was really cool about that was Q decided to go ahead and partner up with Microsoft EDU. And so uh, shout out to Microsoft EDU for that partnership years ago. It was great. And it was really one of the watershed moments in my career. And so what we really thought about was, again, what are some very basic ideas? What are some very basic things? Because typically success is not necessarily always that complicated. Success sometimes is really a matter of looking at something that's very fundamental and simple and then just executing every single day. Or as some might uh, be familiar with the term, taking action. And so we came together as that group and uh, looked at the different things we were able to go ahead and speak to. I spoke to some things that were leadership related. Uh, Other individuals spoke to the other parts of pedagogy, such as formative assessments, how to engage students, uh, just a full array of different things. And so we call that the Global EdTech Academy. And uh, very, very, very grateful for that. I even had someone in one of my sessions from Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I said, well, you know what? That's a pretty far reach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty far. 
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. Before I reach from where I'm at, which is in Texas, so absolutely so grateful for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the different roles that you've had. I mentioned in your bio and where you feel like you've had the most impact. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I was speaking of uh, recently with a group of people um, is really always recognizing, understanding, appreciating, dare I say, valuing the role that I had as a teacher where I started out at was as Mm -hmm. a teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because those that uh, know me well, those that I have coached, those that I have mentored, those that I have led over the years, they will know that one of the things that I often share with people simply is this. I'm not going to recommend something I haven't done. And secondly, not only am I not going to recommend something that I haven't done, I'm not going to recommend something that I haven't done and I haven't had success with over time. Uh, and typically, it's going to be something that's fairly simple because I like things to be fairly simple for people because, and I will say this here real quick, a great place to take notes. If something is simple for people to understand or for them to do, that helps them build confidence. Let me say that one again. If it's simple uh, for them to do, simple for them to understand, easy for them to understand, that builds confidence. And I, I want to go ahead and just really drop this rhetorical question for people that are out there that are listening and watching. And again, thank you all so much for sharing your time uh, with us. What a great honor it is. But when you really felt like you were making a big impact, when you really felt full in your spirit, when you really felt like, you know what, Vernon, I'm in that place where I really feel like I am making a difference. Mm -hmm. I want for people to really think about what was your confidence level like? And so I had that and was very uh, much so able to appreciate that even as a teacher. And one of the things that I promised myself and uh, those of you that are out there again, that are watching and listening again, what an honor to be here on the show with you. One of the things I want to just ask you about as a rhetorical question, you can think about it later is what are the promises that you've made to yourself? Have you kept those promises? Where are you at with those? And one of the promises that I made to myself is that as I rose through the different ranks and I had the different opportunities that I would never forget, never forget where I came from. Mm -hmm. And so as I went from teacher to teacher leader, uh, to campus administrator, to district level, to being a speaker, not only uh, at the local level, regional level and state level, and then even out of state beyond as a speaker and then a consultant as well. uh, And then ultimately a keynote speaker. Um, I really have appreciated the impact at each of those levels. And so for me, it's not just one specific role where I felt like I've had this major impact. I feel like I've made, uh, had an impact and have been able to make an impact in each one of those roles. But here's the thing I'm going to share as well. Again, great place to take notes for those that uh, might be doing that. And if not, a great place to go ahead and consider starting that right now. And that's simply this. As I took action to make an impact in the role mm-hmm. that I was in, 
doors open for me to go ahead and make impact at a greater level. And mm -hmm. so that level of impact was always increasing and it's increasing even here now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you said, like uh, it starts small, but, you know, raising to the level of becoming a keynote speaker, uh, frequent guests on podcasts and being somebody who is well-respected in the educational field, like, you, yeah, make, making sure you're starting at that small level, making that impact. And um, I also wanted to mention the book. Uh, we both uh, were co-authors since hundred things that educators should stop doing, uh, that the teachers should stop doing. That was uh, published back in April of 2021. Um, so tell me what chapter you wrote. Yeah, chapter 93, stop studying to be an administrator just to make more money. A quick shout out uh, to Dr. Rick and Rebecca. Those guys are great. And of course, uh, brought the concept together, which had never been done at mm -hmm. that level, at that scale. Uh, and they made that come to pass. And so uh, what an honor it was for me when um, the communication was sent out to me, the invitation was to be part of that project. Phenomenal project, ladies and gentlemen. And so uh, even as obviously an author, a contributing author, I tell people from time to time that I'm a fan of the other authors mm -hmm. and uh, blessed and immensely grateful to know several other people, including yourself, that are contributing authors to that project. And so one of the things that I talk about, you know, within that chapter is that, you know, our focus and our motivation has to be right for wanting and desiring to be an administrator. It, it has to be right. Because what I found in my own experience was as I was pushing myself and I was going forward and I was trying to really achieve and accomplish these different things, what I found out and what I saw was that, you know what, this is far beyond what monetary compensation would be, far beyond that. And so I, I thought to myself, you know, if my motivation was the monetary piece, uh, I would have cut out of this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I what I did there, of course, in that chapter and what I want to share here with folks as well is be mindful of that. Think about that. What is your motivation for wanting to go to the next level? Mm -hmm. Certainly, obviously, we enjoy additional money and more money. We all do. Right. Mm -hmm. But if that is the sole motivation, if that is the sole driver then uh, typically what I ask people is this, you know, what happens when you get to the point where uh, whatever that role is asking for is beyond what you're compensated for? What happens then? Because then what was the primary driver is that much less of a driver. And so you might be wondering, you might be saying, well, you know, Vernon, what's the driver then? How do I connect to that and make sure that you know, I'm really approaching the next level in an altruistic way for myself. And I really like that word altruistic because it gives us a great connotation and an understanding that, again, our focus, our mission and our vision in life should be to elevate the lives of others. That's what we do, folks. And that's what I've dedicated my life to doing. And I know that as I dedicate my life to doing that, and I take action each and every day as I take action. Guess what happens, folks? As I take more action, doors open up for me to take even more action. Mm -hmm. 
So those that might be wondering right now, well, you know, how can I, how can I go ahead and go to the next level and whatever it is that I'm wanting to do? The thing that I'm going to share with folks is this, even back when I had 15 followers on Twitter and now uh, I'm just a little way short of about 10,000. Um, but if I had stayed where I was with 15 followers on Twitter and I had never taken any action to go beyond 15 followers, I never would have made it to a thousand. Mm -hmm. I never would have made it to 2000, 3000, 4000, 5000, 6000 and so forth and so on. I never would have made it to each of those major milestones. I never would have, but here's what I committed myself to again, great place to take notes folks. And really, I, I dare I say that if you haven't really heard me say anything else or share anything else uh, in this podcast, and again, what an honor. Thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, then please hear me when I say this. I committed to taking the talents and the gifts that I have, the message that I have, which is over the years of experience that I've had in different places and different roles, working with different people, and really thinking about one thing is an overarching thing and that's how can people come together and do their best work and how can I help them achieve that and then I've dedicated my life to that that's why those that are fans out there of organizational health uh, I'm a huge fan of that of course I know we may not be in the section where we talk about our influences or books <laughs> but um, huge fan of that because that's where we really feel our best is when we're in those environments where we're, we're not only recognized, but we're recognized, we're affirmed, and we're given the opportunity to really go ahead and make that impact. Yeah, so important. Um, yeah, to, to approach it in an altruistic way, I think it's like a lot of people who want to go to the next level. It's, it's being selfless, right? Mm -hmm. Be a servant leader. Absolutely. So talk about your work with schools. Um, you talked to you a little bit in the pre-chat about you're doing some work with the TCEA in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so a shout out to not only TCEA, a shout out as well to Learning Forward Texas, uh, two great, great, great organizations here in the Texas area. And as well, I've done some work here at the regional level as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And so really for me, um, with those two organizations, those were doors that opened up for me to go ahead and expand my reach and to really, again, talk about that central core message. And so mm -hmm. TCEA, of course, everyone knows TCEA, people literally from around the world uh, come to TCEA every winter uh, from the annual convention. Always a great time. It was in Dallas this past year. And of course, the location changes. Uh, and so, of course, this year, uh, I believe it's in San Antonio. And so that will be a great time. And then, of course, obviously lead forward as learning forward as well, I should say. And then part of an overall learning forward national organization. And so with both of those, uh, what I talked about are really two things. Uh, one is 10 steps to becoming a game changer. And the other one is branding for educators. Okay. And I want to go ahead and drop a little pro tip here, a little freebie for those that are watching that may say, well, you know what, Vernon, I wasn't uh, there at Learning Forward Texas, or I wasn't there at TCEA. Uh, can you give me a little freebie? And so I will give you a little freebie. And really, we already have in the introduction, 
but I'll go ahead and kind of point that out to folks that may have missed that. One of the things I shared in, in uh, those sessions is one of the things I do share in those sessions is, you know, someone may have a username and I'm just going to make up a hypothetical one, right? Just go with a hypothetical one. So may, someone may have a username that is a great teacher, five, four, six, two, four, eight, three. Okay. Yes. And they may say, well, you know what, Vernon, man, I just love this handle. This yeah. is my thing. This is my jam. Right. And so here's a question that I often ask people when it comes to their user handle and their social media presence uh, and what that looks like. Yeah. And I simply ask them this question. And again, if you're, you're listening, a great, great, great place to take notes. And it's this, how important is it that your work is great work if no one can find it. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. How how important is it that your work is great work if no one can find it and no one can find you? So yeah. what that does is that gets us to think about, well, you know, the content is very important. Absolutely content is important because we're always wanting to do what? We're always wanting to create things that are of value to other people. We're always wanting to do that. But this brings in that other piece. And so we have the value piece, which is really here. And then we have this connection piece. And so those two things come together. And so when you have the connection piece and the value piece, not only are we producing something that's of value, we're also making it easy for people to connect with us. And when those two things come together, that's when you have the beginnings of impact. Uh, and dare I say, scale and scale, really a working definition for me is how many people can I go ahead and reach with that message? And so I want to say this branding wise, you may have said, well, you know, that's kind of interesting, Vernon, that um, your username is at sign the right leader across major socials. And uh, that you have this website called therightleader.com. I see this pattern. Absolutely. And it's on purpose. Yeah. And so I want to go ahead and share this with folks out there right now. Um, unify your social media handles if you haven't already. And whatever that social media handle is, if the .com is available, the .net uh, or what have you in terms of the suffix, uh, internet domain wise, then um, contemplate that. Think about it. Of course, we can't tell anyone what to do, but uh, <laughs> I think it is something that would behoove people to go ahead and think about because uh, what I share with folks simply is this, um, professionally and personally. They say, well, yeah, yeah. Vernon Manier, it's interesting. I want to know more about you. So just go to therightleader.com. And what's really interesting about that, sure, quick little story, is uh, when I grew up, of course, right, W-R-I-G-H-T, it was always at the end of the alphabet. I was typically the last person. Yeah. Uh, so I got made fun of for that. Uh, and then also, too, I got made fun of because people would always say, well, if your last name is right, then you must be right all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so one day I had this idea that, you know what, I'm going to take what people used to maybe make light of me, uh, to joke with me about. And uh, that's gonna, going to become the core and the center of my brand. And uh Lo and behold, we took some action and had some belief, and here we are. And like you, like you said, it is uh, the best way to have people find 
somebody on social media is to have that consistency across the board, mm-hmm. uh, consistency with the URL of your website as well. So um, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Uh, you've shared so much about your writing, your speaking, um, your philosophy on uh, education and um, just getting out of the trenches. Uh, out of everything we've talked about on the podcast, what's one thing you'd like listeners to remember? Yeah, remember this, folks. If you're adding value to somebody's life every single day, there is this thing called a compounding effect. And I want to go ahead and share this with you right now. I said it before. We're going to say it again. Your voice has value. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, folks who are out there listening, when you take an inventory, when you stop and reflect, when you stop and ask yourself, what are my talents and gifts? And yes, Mm -hmm. every person has them. When you stop and you ask yourself that and you look at your talents and gifts and then you just say, you know what, I'm going to use these talents and gifts to help other people. I'm going to use these talents and gifts to make someone someone else's life better. I'm going to use these talents and gifts to pour into other people for their benefit Mm -hmm. without expecting necessarily anything in return. Again, what is that altruistic motive? And I'm telling you, Folks, I'm telling you right now, when you take that approach, and I share this again at TCEA for those that were not with me uh, there back in February of 2022, we're farmers. And there's a good friend of mine. He's a sports agent because I'm uh, very immensely grateful to be in some different spaces outside of education. And one of those is uh, in mentoring uh, athletes at the collegiate and even the pro level. And a good friend of mine is a sports agent. And one of the things that uh, I often tell him as we're having conversations with each with each other from time to time is this. Shared this again back in February at TCA. We're farmers. We're always planting. And sometimes the seeds that we think are not growing are actually the ones that are growing very, very well. And so we're farmers. And so what I want to say out there to those folks that are watching and listening this episode, again, what an honor to be here with you is really simply this rhetorical question. What are you planting? Mm-hmm. Get to planting. Yeah, that's so important. The get to planting. Well, I would ask you where people can find you online, but uh, we've said it so many times and I think you could say it again though. So people don't forget the right folks. If you ever wanted a one-stop shop or one-stop portal, to find all things about Vernon Wright, the right leader, the right leader.com. You'll find my apparel company, zeroapologyzone.com. You'll find that there. You'll find the different articles there. If you might, if you might say, well, you know what, Vernon, man, this has been great. I just want to go ahead and watch a whole playlist mm-hmm. of all the different podcasts and speaking appearances you've had. And uh, dare I say, binge out on that if you want to do that and binge watch that. Uh, I have a playlist for that of all of the different spaces that I've been on. And then of course, obviously some other videos at the top of that, that are featured videos uh, that you can go ahead and check into. You can go ahead and access, you can look at, and all of that content is free folks. Obviously I do um, speaking engagements and things like that and personal coaching and consulting with different districts. Um, But I always said that I would do this. I always said that, you know, a part of what I offer to go ahead and help people would be free. A part of that would be. And so when you go to the rightleader.com, again, that's right with a W T H E W R I G H T L E A D E R.com. When you go there, 
you will see a variety of resources that cost zero dollars. And I hope that uh, uh, those that access that, that their lives are tremendously changed for the better by doing that. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Out of the Trenches podcast. It was really a pleasure having you on and hearing about uh, everything that you're passionate about, those things that um, you like leaders and listeners to think about. Absolutely. The honor is all mine. Thank you. My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. Get it now at A-M-Z-N dot T-O slash 3B7-2Z. Again, A-M-Z-N dot T-O slash 3B7-H-X-2Z. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. Tell your friends and colleagues about it. And if this episode resonates, especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at Out of Trenches PC.